Hello, everybody. Welcome to From the Sidelines. My name is Noah Tyree, and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and Josh Duvall. How's it going? How's it going? And today, we're going to talk about some sports. Feel free to follow us on our Instagram and Twitter, at VFTSPod. Don't forget to subscribe to our iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube accounts, and send in questions or comments to us at VFTSPod at gmail.com for our mailbag segment. All right. So, on last episode, Chad and Josh put their necks out there and said they would walk down the streets of Georgetown with their faces painted red and black if the Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals. Are you guys are you guys nervous you might have to pay that off? I don't care if we do or want or not. I want them to win, so. Uh, I'm sure they could absolutely win. The longer uh, Kevin Durant stays out, the more confident I am that they can win. I'm not nervous about doing it. I would love to do it. And anything for the Raptors to win, I, I would love it. I second that. But, uh... Kicking things off, I think uh, we should start about game one of the NBA Finals between the Raptors and Warriors, with uh, the Raptors winning. Uh, not, not a surprise to me, because, you know, they're going to win the series, in my opinion. But um, what do you guys think about that game? Well, if I told you that Pascal Siakam would hold a Finals record at the end of game one of NBA Finals, uh, would you have believed me? I like, I like Siakam. I feel like Josh would say yes, but the normal average person would say no. Yeah, well, all right. Put all bias, like all bias aside, and all your likeness to him. Like, would you actually believe if I told you that he holds the record for the most consecutive shots made in a finals game in the first game of his finals career? No. All right. No. Nobody would. That performance was phenomenal. Fourteen to seventeen. 32 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists in 40 minutes. I wouldn't expect that from him. I would have expected that from Kawhi. They switched stat lines that game. They really did. He literally shot 82%. That's, uh, that's kind of good. Yeah, that's decent. <laughs> no, that's really good. Um, he had Kawhi at the game. If he keeps that up, he's, and, uh, he's part of the reason I think the Raptors could win. If he stays consistent and he stays playing as good as he did in game one, then I think they've got a serious chance. Yep, I completely agree. I also thought Toronto's defense that game was superior. They had 16 turnovers that game. And that doing that to Golden State is no easy feat. Uh, they have a lot of good experience, talent to keep that from happening. So that really speaks to the defensive level they're on here lately. Yeah, their uh, their defense was fantastic this game, and I think if they keep that up, that they'll definitely shut down the Warriors. Um, but also on defense, they happen to get six blocks compared to the Warriors too. So that really shows how you know, like Mark Gasol, Siakam, and Ibaka are doing down low defensively. Speaking of Mark Gasol, that man was shooting quite well his first game in the finals. I was proud to see that. I've always respected his game, and seeing him drop twenty and seven in his first finals game really was really nice to see. You know what was not nice to see? <laughs> Kyle Lowry dropping seven, seven points in 36 minutes. <laughs> you know what's nice to see? is a team high plus minus in a win in the NBA Finals. Mm. Oh my god, Devin and his plus minus. Lord spare us, please. Seven, six, and nine. Contributing across the board. Feeding the hot hands. Siakam and Kawhi. He had a little bit of foul trouble, but aggressive defense is what we like to see, especially against Steph in the finals. That's how you play him. 
Yeah. Um, but hold on. Steph Steph had 34 points. Like, Steph's going to score. I just think kind of pushing him off the three-point line and allowing him to have to be more of a facilitator when he's matching the amount of shots that Clay is taking, that's probably what you like to see in a box score. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I don't put that on Kyle Lowry as much as I like to dog on him. Uh, Steph Curry is Steph Curry. He's going to score 30 points whenever he wants. And when the Warriors get away with a lot of moving screens, there's not much you can do about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of the Warriors, outside of Curry, Thompson, and Draymond, nobody scored in double digits. Nobody. And um, I, I get what Devin's saying, but I don't know how you can – facilitate when nobody else can score above 10 and the only person only two other people that did are clay thompson and draymond green i shouldn't even be saying that as a sentence and i just i i really i felt that golden state was did not have its stroke that game and it could really be seen yeah the warriors success is built off of the way their role players play uh, especially with Kevin Durant out, the way Andre Iguodala plays is very essential to the overall success of the Warriors. And throw in Drebko and McKinney in there as well. Um, yeah, they just—they're just gonna have to step up. They're not producing as much as they need to fill the void that Kevin Durant leaves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of stepping up, that's definitely what they did in Game Two. Uh, the Warriors did end up winning that with uh, Boogie Cousins making a comeback and actually getting some solid minutes. He played a little bit in game one, but barely any. Uh, he actually got to play 28 minutes this game, and he got 11 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. So I think he filled in nicely for them. And a couple of key blocks to mention it. Uh, but I, I do also want to mention the fact that um, I firmly believe this game would have went a different way if uh, Clay Thompson did not score the first 11 of their 13 points on that opening drive, where Toronto was absolutely doing all good ball movement, keeping up with them, being, getting up above 12 at one point. I honestly believe if it was not for Clay Thompson this game, they would absolutely be down 0-2. Yeah, the Raptors could very easily be up 2-0 right now. The, the way Clay Thompson, as you said, opened the game. And then the Raptors just couldn't buy a bucket. Like, especially in the second half and the third quarter, uh, they let the Warriors open on an 18-0 run, let them get out and transition a little bit. That's that's just a recipe for disaster. And they still only ended up losing by five. So if you're a Warriors fan, that's that's not a good sign, even though they won. Yeah, the, uh, the Raptors outscored the Warriors in every single quarter of that game but the third quarter. And in that third quarter, the Warriors outscored them by 13 points. Being outscored by 13 points in one quarter is not acceptable. And that quarter is when they really took off, and that's what lost the Raptors the game. Well, they always go off in the third quarter. It's nothing new here. But going on to the point of them losing only by five, uh, if Pascal Siakam shoots better that night as well, they may have not been down by five that night. They may Golden State may have been the team to take the game-winning shot from behind if Pascal shoots better. And same goes with Marc Gasol. They both played a collective of at least 72 minutes and only scored 18 points combined. If they both scored, that game goes differently. Another reason why. And despite that abysmal 
uh, performance from the supporting cast. Uh, the Raptors were still in the game with 10 seconds left. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the fact that they chose to play it out instead of intentionally fouling, especially when Steph Curry gives up the ball and you can foul someone that's not automatic at the line? Well, first of all, when your name is Quinn Cook and you make two or three three-point shots in a row down the stretch with Curry on the bench, that's definitely not going to help your case. And then Andre Ugudala taking that brave three with like five or six seconds left still on the shot clock on their final possession, only up one possession. Um, they're, they're very lucky that shot specifically went in, but I'm always on team foul in those situations. I don't like playing it out. You just... Just hope they miss and don't foul Curry. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm on team foul in that situation, too. But I, I really fault the Raptors for just sagging off of Andre Iguodala completely. There was nobody within even five feet of him. He was wide open, and he knocked it down like he should. He's an NBA player. I mean, that's what he does. I don't know why he would just sag off of him like that. You know, and, even, and even though he is the most forgotten finals MVP there is, that's still Andre Iguodala. That's a fairly respectable player in the league who's capable of holding his own. And it, it seemed like they intentionally left the shot there for him. And that, to me, was flabbergasting. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely is. It is. I don't understand how you can disrespect somebody like that that bad. Why was that funny? <laughs> like he, you you know Noah's really like into it when he says flabbergasted. Um, <laughs> I, I'm really into it too, and I'm flabbergasted about that too. Like the fact that they left Andre Godala that wide open is just really disrespectful, and I don't know why any NBA team would just say, "Hey, we're gonna leave that guy wide open." I mean, he's in the NBA, but he'll probably not make it. What? He's an awful shooter, but I can make a wide open three every once in a while. Well, I would imagine anybody can make a wide-open three-point shot if they put their mind to it, especially wide open on a court like that. If you have that much daylight, I would pray that you can make that shot, especially a professional player that gets paid millions to do just that. I would like to give uh, my man Nick Nurse some credit, though. Uh, the boxing one defensive strategy in the fourth quarter definitely kind of changed the game. And they kept getting stops. They just couldn't buy a bucket for most of the second half. But I definitely liked the defensive strategy against Curry, um, forcing him to give the ball up, make other Warriors make plays. And unfortunately, they made just enough. If the Raptors actually decided to play basketball in the third quarter, they would have won. Yep. Could they be a whole different series. Yeah, yep. They'd be up 2-0, and me and Chad would be already ready to pan our faces. Yep. The one side of my face would already be red right now. <laughs> but um, one thing I'm kind of worried about is um, the fact that they didn't win this game at home. Now they have to go to Oracle tied one to one. They're going to have they're going to have to win a game at Oracle, which is pretty difficult for any team. And I, I mean, I think they've got a fair chance with Kevin Durant out. But if they don't win while he's out then it's it's looking bad for them. Let's not forget Clay's also hurt and. Even though Clay said he's going to play, that's a hamstring injury, folks. That's not easy to play through. And that's one of the injuries that doctors rather you stay off of. They're not going to give you that much clearance on that. Ah, hamstring shambling. It's Clay Thompson. All he does is stand and shoot anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if the Warriors go down 0-2, 
and they still don't have Kevin Durant back. And then Clay is also hurt, even though they're at home. Do the Raptors go up 3-0 at that point? I don't know. I feel like Steph is better than that. But it, I really do. I don't think Steph would allow that. Uh, let's not forget, like, even before KD and Boogie got there, it was just Steph and Clay, And they got to a 73-9 and record without them. So, and Curry was the first unanimous MVP for a reason. This man has changed the game of basketball as we know it. And every, everybody's outlook on it. I firmly believe that it, they'd at least get a game in Oracle regardless. Well, I think the return of Cousins was uh, also very important. Um, his stat line wasn't really mind-blowing or anything, but I feel like just his presence on the court just makes them better, just having him back. Well, moving on to game, from Game 2 to uh, Game 3, what are your all's predictions on this? I want to go Raptors. Uh, just because Kevin Durant's out. Uh, actually, actually let, let me rephrase my question here. Who do you all see coming out of Oracle? Uh, do you see Raptors up out of Oracle? Golden State up out of Oracle? Or do you see a Tide series going back? I see a Tide series going back. Really? Tide, yes. Okay, I'm going to have Three. to agree with both of you. 3-1 Golden State. Ooh. And there's Devin Davis for you folks. Any any uh, reasoning behind that besides their home? Um, their home. They have <laughs> they have the first unanimous MVP. They have an All Star in his third game back. They have the do it all handyman in Draymond Green, and uh, role players for the Raptors just hopefully won't travel as well as they play at home. Players like Danny Green. You know, garbage Fred Van Fleet, Norman Powell. Uh, it'll take a big game from Siakam and Kawhi. I just, I just want to state to pull that he's calling Fred Van Fleet garbage because he's taking Kyle Lowry's minutes right now in the finals. I just want to state that right now. He's not taking his minutes. Lowry's been in foul trouble. And that's when Fred Van Fleet's been stepping it up. Okay, when you shoot floaters from the three-point line that go around the rim, bounce off the backboard, hit the rim, and then drop in in the last minute of the fourth quarter in game one. Then, okay, Fred Van Fleet's good. Don't act like there's not touch to that ball. You act like he just threw it up <laughs> willy-nilly. The, the shot clock was expiring. There's no <laughs> touch. There's no touch. <laughs> hey, buckets a bucket, and Fred Van Fleet gets buckets. No, but I want to go back to what he said before. The Warriors had those things in Game 1, and they still lost. And they also had them in Game 2, and only won by 5, barely. And that's only because they had one good quarter. Shannon Sharp had brought up a good point the other day. Um, This is the wear and tear effect of going to five straight finals. Steph is starting to get woozy on the court. and start. He's losing energy. He's It's just not himself. The medical trainer was constantly checking on him. Uh, after every timeout, after every break, Clay Thompson's hurt his hamstring. Um, Draymond's, uh, he's starting to look a little limp to me running up the court. I don't know about you all. No, he's got hoops. He's a donkey, so he can't run. Well, <laughs> that may be. But <laughs> regardless, they just, they're not what they once were. 
and it's it's really looking that way. And with a young, youthful team like Toronto and having a star-caliber player like Kawhi, who's brand spanking in his prime, then they have a lot of hope here. And I can absolutely see why this would go tied instead of 3-1 Golden State. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like how Devin's just mad that Van Fleet is outperforming Lowry. It's it's just the defensive attention that Lowry receives. They really got to take him out of the offense because they know if they let Lowry get going, it's a three-headed monster that can't be stopped. Well, either way, I think uh, Fred Van Fleet is emerging as one of the most potent backup point guards you can have. Gives you great minutes off the bench. Can't really go wrong with it. I, I kind of see him as a six-man at this point. They're bringing him into a lot of more important situations along the game. I saw him inside two minutes left in the game, still on the court. Uh, they're, they're really starting to trust this guy. I completely agree. So with all that being said, um, with the series tied 1-1, to what, are our, what are our predictions for the, the finals? Who do we think is going to win? Chad, who do you think? I'm still confident in my Raptors pick. I like the way they've been playing. I'd like to see how they play on the road first because they could very easily lose those next two games and be on the brink down 3-1. But I'm sticking with my Raptors pick all the way through. All right, Devin, what do you think? Uh, I'm going Warriors in six. They get the two at home and then wrap it up back in Oracle after game six. KD the savior. All right, Noah, what do you think? Don't make me throw up. The way you said that just makes me gag. Yeah, freaking four All-Stars. I'm going to definitely have to uh, change my answer from Warriors and four or five to uh, either. I'm going to have to go to the dark side here. I kind of see Toronto coming out on this one a little bit. So what I'm hearing is you're going to paint your face with us, right? I'm not painting my face with you all, but I am going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I can see how Toronto can come out on top of this series in seven. All right. Uh, moving on, we have a new segment today um, where I'm going to guess mascots for different schools because I happen to be horrible at knowing team mascots and team names for college specifically. I can, I can name NBA, ML, or MLB, and all the professional levels, but when it comes to college, I am not good at it at all. So these guys are going to ask me some different you know, college team names, and if I don't win, then uh, I just suck. And guys, you might cringe at this because you might be yelling at your phone or whatever you're listening on saying, oh, this is easy. It's not easy for him. Trust me. <laughs> no, I, see, I always call the college teams by where they're located. Like, I don't call Kentucky the Wildcats. I always call them Kentucky. I don't call Tennessee the Vol- Volunteers. I call them Tennessee, you know. I just always call them uh, by what their college name is, not their team name. All right. Well, I'm going to start it off with one, uh, probably the easiest one on the list, I hope. TCU, Texas Christian University. Easy? (laughs) That's easy. Christian University, and you think that's an easy team name to remember? Josh, they're Big 12. That's easy. That's That's not easy for me. Um, I get three guesses? Yep. Again, our listeners are cringing right now. All right. Um... The Waves. Oh, my God. The Waves. That's too lame. That's and too the lame, green yeah. wave. Ah, oh, dang it. Okay, okay. Um, the Mountain Lions. 
This is this is painful. <laughs> no. No. All right. All right. Um, the Gauchos. What is that? They're in Texas, you know, cowboys. Okay, no, the answer we were looking for is horned frogs. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the horned frogs. If I were a TCU fan, I would never call them by the team name because that's just cringy. Like, I feel like you should know that one because it's so like outlandish and like memorable. Well, I didn't know that. All right, well, I'm never going to assume any of these are easy. Oklahoma State. Oh, my God. I swear I know it. I swear I know it. They're, they're orange. They're orange. They're orange and black. I know it. Mark is smart. Um, um, uh, the Commodores, right? No. <laughs> That's Vanderbilt. They do start with a C, though. Yeehaw! Ah, the Cowboys. There you go. Goodness gracious. This is gonna... <laughs> I, knew, I knew something of that aspect, all right? All right. Uh, the next one I'm going to give you is very good of them. Uh, Nebraska. Oh, my God. I swear I knew it. I, oh, my God. Um, 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 uh, I wish you all could see his face when he tries to think of these. This uh, is terrible. Uh, the Bears? <laughs> no. Not God. even close. What, what do they have in Nebraska? They have cornfields. So what's their mascot? The corns on the cob? I don't know. <laughs> the corn huskers. Corn huskers. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to stress that this is not scripted. These are his actual educated guesses. And that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't know this. We just found this out the other day when we were out to eat. He we he literally couldn't guess any of the. I, I always called college teams names by their school name, not their team name. All right, Devin. Do you have one? Yeah, I got, I got one. Let's go out west. Let's go out west. Oregon State. You see, I know the or- that Oregon's the Ducks. I know that. Uh, Oregon State. Um, the Bearcats. Uh, that is wrong, but it does start with a B. Give me another hint. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Well, that's definitely a beaver. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. This one, uh, it has the same mascot of at least six different schools that I can personally think of. Utah State. It's <laughs> uh, a good one, buddy. Um, Lions. Nope. Nope. Gosh dang it. Okay, give me a hint. A team in the SEC has the same mascot. That's a good hint. Oh, God. Um, Bulldogs? No. 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 The answer we were looking for is Aggies. Ah, yeah, that makes makes sense, yep. Wait, what's Josh at now? Did he get one? He got Cowboys and Beavers. Yeah, I got Cowboys and Beavers. Okay, what is that, like two for seven? Two for five, okay. Two for five. Zero of them on the first guess, keep in mind. Yeah, okay. It's okay. Okay, here, we're going to try and change the first guess curse. Um, Purdue. Boilmakers. Yeah. Guys, that's seven uh, school. You better get that one. Three right. for six. He's batting 500. Let's go. 
All right. Um, this one should be really easy. Oh, the God. University of Miami. <laughs> oh, I, I know it. I know it. I literally know it. That one guy played there. Uh, Shane Larkin. <laughs> there, right? That's yeah. the guy you think of coming from Miami? Shane Larkin? Bonnie Walker. The tidal waves. That's uh, stop guessing waves. <laughs> They're in Miami, and I can't think of the team name right now. They're the U. What's the U stand for? I know what the U. St- I know the U. Are they are the Hurricanes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hurricanes. All right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, uh, sticking with the ACC, I guess this one might be tough. I don't know anymore, but Syracuse. Oh my God! Josh Duvall, I am disappointed in you as a sports fan if you don't get this. Oh my! Carmelo Anthony played here. Yeah, I know Carmelo Anthony played there. I know. Um, they are—they're just the orange, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was. About I just want to say, put they're this... just a fruit. <laughs> I just want to put this in perspective, Chad. I'm gonna give you like three. You'll get them easy. And just to one up Josh right quick. All right, all right. Utah. Utes. Iowa. Hawkeyes. I would have gotten that one. I, I knew that one. I knew that one. I'm going to say uh-huh. that. Sure, that's what they all say. What? Don't give me that look. Third one. Providence. Friars. See, thank you. <laughs> I would have gotten Iowa. That's all I'm saying. The other two, no chance. Okay, well, if you don't know this one, it's you didn't watch the game a couple of years ago. Uh, Wisconsin. Badgers. All right. Okay, then we're going to go a little harder. How about Penn State? Oh, um, we played them in the bowl game. I know, but they always call them Penn State. They don't call them by their team name. Um, Which is? They're... I know what their colors look like. I know what their logo looks like. I just don't know. No, what does the logo look like? There you go. <laughs> no, like they're uh, whatever. Okay. Um, the Penn State <laughs> wombats. That is. Is that a Pokemon? I don't know. I just that said. sounds like a Pokemon. No, hey. that's Zoo. It's Zubat, Golbat. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so Ooh, wait, 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 wait! It's something lions. It's something lions. Oh, look go. at him go! Um, the first word starts with an N. Is an N? That's just gonna confuse him. <laughs> the neon lions? <laughs> He's never gonna get this one. Um, the lions. I'm sorry. What? The nittany lions. The nittany. Okay, well, give me a second while I look up nittany. Are you really looking up Nittany right now? I sure am. Tell us what the definition is. Uh, the word Nittany is derived from the Algonquian word Nittany, meaning single mountain. Why don't they just call them the mountain lions then? Wait, what was that? What was that? Uh, what was that type of word it was derived from? <laughs> um, it was the. Algonquian word. Algonquian. I think we should just... (laughs) 
<laughs> I really like <laughs> mountain lions. You don't have to call them the mitney lions. All right, go on. We're only going to do a couple more here. Okay, that's fine. I won't get them. Uh, I'm going to go with the ones I think that are easiest. NC State. <sighs> Bulldogs, I don't know. Okay, oh. I, no, no, no. They come in a pack. Wolves. There you go. Wolf pack. That's- Wolf pack, yes. <laughs> wolves. The NC State Wolves, ladies and gentlemen. Not close enough for him. Oh, I got a good one for you, Josh. Wake Forest. Oh, my God. I know it. I went to A.W. Hamilton's basketball camp, okay? Um, uh, the, the, the Foresters. <laughs> That's... <laughs> It's two word. It's two words, and they they have alliteration. Alliteration. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gosh. Uh, demon, demon, demon. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. What's the other one? Oh god. Oh god. The demon daffodils. I, I don't know. How did he get demon? But he couldn't get deacons. Yeah. Demon deacons. Yep, I knew that. Okay. Yeah. You should know that. But. Okay, what about Virginia Tech? <laughs> All I know about them is that we need Kerry Blackshear. Um, the Virginia Tech. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that's actually a good hint. I like that. That's what it's all about. Oh, that's a good hint. <laughs> that's a good hint. I like it. <laughs> The Adams Family? What? Oh my god! What is that song? What do you call that song? Hokey Pokey! It's called the Hokey Pokies? <laughs> <laughs> he literally just said it and still couldn't get it. You, what? You just said the word. <laughs> Hokey Pokey? They're the Hokies! <laughs> oh, the Hokies! <laughs> 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 Okay. Terrible. Is this the last oh, one? This is the last one. I just, you will probably never guess this in a thousand years. And if you do, I may cry tears of joy. Presbyterian. I'm sorry? I don't even know where that is, much less their team name. Um, horses? The no. Mustangs? The, the, uh, it's gotta be weird, right? It's definitely weird. It's very right. weird. I will, right. Here, I will, to help you out with this, I'll, I'll tell you the first word it is. The Presbyterian Blue. Blinders. <laughs> Presbyterian Blue Iguanas. It's, all right. The last thing is a thing that sits on the outside of your house that has water come out of it. If you do not get this... I will cry. <laughs> it's also a gardening tool. The blue sprinklers? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's blue and it sits out of your house and water comes out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the water doesn't the water come out of it. Garden. The water travels through it. Yes. I said gutter. No. No, that drains water. What do you use to spray water with? Hose? A water hose? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the blue hoses. Okay, well, that's stupid. <laughs> What's your team named after a water hose? Wow, real intimidating. No, it's the Presbyterian blue hose. So we're not talking about water hose. We're talking about hose. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess that wraps up that segment. Um, we're going to have a... I think we're going to have a poll on Twitter as to what that should be called. So be looking out for that. So have you guys thought about buying tickets to a, you know, a blue hose game? I certainly have. My father and I went when I was younger. It was actually quite fun. Yeah, I might, I might drop by next time I'm in South Carolina. Well, for one, I didn't know where that was. And Noah, uh, I'm sorry about that. I'm very sorry. That must have been hard for you. But uh, if you do buy tickets to a Blue Hose game, you should definitely get them from SeatGeek. Uh, SeatGeek is a ticket app that lets you buy tickets for anything you want, like sporting events or concerts. And even on the app, it shows you pictures of where your seat's are located, and it gives you a rating, 1 to 10, being good or bad. Do I need to have an account or anything? Yeah, you do actually. Um, you need to first download the app. Uh, you know, Apple Store, Google Play, wherever you want to. Just go download it and make an account. And then, whenever you want to buy a ticket, be sure to go and use our code FTSPOD, and you can get twenty dollars off your first ticket for a Blue Hose game. Remember, FTSPOD. I'm excited for my first Blue Hose game. It was quite a blast, I must say. And that concludes another episode of From the Sidelines. We're excited to tune in to watch Game 3 of the NBA Finals on Wednesday. Uh, If you would like to send us an email, our email address is dftspod at gmail.com. Give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram at dftspod. And leave us a DM with your comments or questions. Bye, have a great time. Bye, have a great time.